listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. I'm Leanne Dolan in Los Angeles. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Jewel, what's happening? Hey, Leanne, I'm happy to be with you. This is a little unusual. We're doing our podcast recap today on Thursday rather than Tuesday. But it's always a good day with you, Liam. Thank you. Well, I'm to blame because ironically, you know, we do this weekly recap about a show uh, about the Secretary of State, uh, Madam Secretary. And this week I was working on a project with the U.S. Department of State, the International Women of Courage. So it's something I volunteer through my volunteer work. We end up working with the State Department hosting a big celebration for these amazing 10 women that they bring in from all over the globe. They travel all over the U.S. in a cultural exchange, and then they meet up in Los Angeles, where my organization throws them a big celebration, and we give them grants to continue their work. And then we um, and then we put on a big party, and I produce the, the event with slides and videos and music, and, um, and I'm exhausted, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> you do you you do a bang up job, Leanne, and these are outstanding women. And you should check out. Is it uh, where where if people want to read more about the, this organization, where do they go, Leanne? Awiu dot org. Awiu dot org. And I'll probably on our Facebook page, a friend sent me one grainy photo of me like standing up on stage with my clipboard. Julie, oh, no, good, I love Leanne. my clipboard. I was hoping you had one of those. Yeah, pointing at the confidence monitor with the undersecretary of state, like I. I am explaining to her what's happening. I'm prepping her, running her through her remarks before she takes the stage. So I felt like Daisy, really. I felt like a combination of Daisy and Matt uh, doing that. But I'll put that up on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page with uh, some information. probably a touch of Blake, too, because your ability to drill down on details is pretty strong. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. I mean, when people hear that they have walk-on music, they're impressed. You know, sure, when you walk on stage, we got a little blast of something, you know, to set the tone. It's... They like that. That's mm-hmm. new. That's new for if them. If you have a big show, you really want my sister, Leanne, to produce it. I'm telling you. Please don't call me. Someone, <laughs> She's retired. I'm, reti- I'm retiring. <laughs> I think she's retired. She's taking the, you're taking the package and, and getting out? Yeah. I, I'm going to go the way of one of the honorees. Julie was uh, a woman. She's a Coptic Christian nun. Her name is, she goes by Mama Maggie. She mm-hmm. runs uh, schools for the poorest of the poor in Egypt. And she is referred to as the Mother Teresa of Egypt. And okay. I got to tell you, I, she pulled off a miracle the other night. <laughs> she, I felt like she had my back. So I loved meeting her. A lot of human rights activists there, activists, uh, one lawyer who was a, uh, she was an environmental lawyer and uh, doing some really important work in Peru, women who were out there, you know, fighting for uh, human rights and in countries that are like Jordan and uh, Tanzania. So just an impressive group of women. So that's it. But now I'm back to just sitting behind the microphone. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we have work to do here today, Leanne. We have to we have to give our recap of, of this episode of Madam Secretary. Yeah. So this episode was called The New Normal. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, in general, Julie, I wasn't a huge fan of this. I'll just be perfectly honest. Like, the storylines, they just seemed a little tortured to me. Like, they were just trying to dovetail and work things in. And there were some wackadoodle references. They, there was, it went wacky land. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yes. So we're yeah. going to talk about that in a second. Right. So, you know, we're going to focus, I think, more on some of our favorite scenes and concepts mm-hmm. other than storyline by storyline. But here, right. here were the storylines. 
Okay, the typh- there's a typhoon out there, uh, and it's going to take out a small island nation. But don't worry, because um, the administration is on it, and they managed to find a pirate king to save the day. Is that okay. that? That is true. Yeah. That is actually what the episode was about. Yes. Yep. We are not making that up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the B storyline was Henry, who now just has no job, apparently. He's just sitting around all day long. But at least he's doing the dishes at home. I like the scene where they were doing some pots and pans, Liam. All right. So Henry, you know, freelance religion professor now, he managed to change the hearts and minds of a group of people who literally haven't changed their hearts or minds in thousands of years in a single coffee date. I mean, it was incredible, wasn't it? (laughs) That was. If it were so easy. I mean, that's why it's just TV. But sometimes you just wish that we could all come together, Lynn, you know, know. that we could just find that common ground, that civility that uh, that we're looking for. Yeah. 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 So you say, say science. That. I say the Bible. OK, you win science. I mean, okay, that's what it was. That was the whole storyline. And then finally, the sad storyline, the heart of the show, the one we're yeah. going to concentrate on is the Mike B storyline. You know, we love Mike B who's running M-Sex campaign now. We love right. him because he brings the dog and he's funny right. and he's smart. And then this was the saddest storyline ever with Gordon the dog, Julie. Did I that- know, oh. I know, I know, Leanne. There was, it was really a tearjerker. But uh, certainly Mike B had the best line in this whole episode. Uh, we're not exactly cat lovers. I don't know if we've disclosed that on this podcast before. <laughs> yeah. But when Mike B said the cats are the worst and no one should have them, I... <laughs> I was howling. I was barking, Liam. I was doing some barking. He is a dog man. That's it. Okay, so we're going to do the first two storylines like really quickly. There's mm-hmm. a typhoon. This whole show was about climate change. For some reason, it seemed to take the administration by surprise. Like I don't, like, right. I don't understand. Yes. Like that was the we're premise. having global warming. It's the seas are rising. Bad t- typhoons. And it's all happening today. Today. And if Madam Secretary doesn't do something about it today, everybody's getting wiped out. Right. So, I mean, we don't mean to make fun of it. Global no. warming is a serious problem. But it, it was that odd. Like, it's the four people in the State Department and the laptop in Madam Secretary's kitchen. That's the entire administration plan against global warming. So it just seems surprising. Right. Um, I mean, here she was, Secretary of State, and she enlisted... She didn't call up. I thought for sure that she would call up um, the the Chinese ambassador yeah. and get him involved. Yeah, there was there was absolutely no international part <laughs> of this, you know, approach to climate change. I mean, it was part. It was the one episode this season, Leon, that uh, you started to get her focused on the campaign. We right. talked about that in previous podcasts that we, you know, we wanted her to get back to campaigning. Right. So and apparently. Um, Global warming is going to be one of her key issues. Okay. Well, I mean, good idea. Uh, good idea. But in in quick, you know, to, to wrap it up or to sum it up, basically, a small island nation in the Pacific is hit by this typhoon. The entire royal family is wiped out, except the one guy who's at NYU. Right. <laughs> and he, he shows not- up in Madam Secretary's office, and he just can't believe it. And then he yells at Madam Secretary, this is all America's fault. All you carbon-loving countries, this is your fault. And so, and then he gets on a plane and flies there, spends the rest of the episode in a tent, like in the pouring. 
right. Well, it's a sad situation. Island, the island where they named it Nauru, which is actually yeah. an island near Japan. Okay. But, that, uh, but I think they were just uh, 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 appropriating that name for this uh, yeah. fictional island. Yep. So they did some other appropriations <laughs> later on in the show that I have some opinions about. Okay, carry on, Liam. Okay. So then, but in the middle of all this, like as we said, Bess is doing a little campaigning, and she's going to go speak to this very conservative Christian pastor who doesn't believe in global warming, and the idea is Henry's going to go. Mike B set up Henry to do this speech there, and the speech is supposed to be about poverty, but Madam Secretary and Henry decide on the way over that the two of them should solve global warming by talking to a bunch of people who don't believe in global warming, about global warming. So that's... That was okay. a pastor brag. Yeah. And of course, he has uh, the next generation, his daughter, Ruby. Now, Leon, I just have to ask you, was she, is she a daughter by another mother? Because... <laughs> Pastor Bragg has this really heavy Southern accent, of course. And uh, Ruby, I'm just going to call her USC girl. Yeah. She she was not from the same family as her parents there. And she is actually a closet environmentalist, you know, yes. that she's actually an activist. Yes. Uh, and so um, she and Henry have a cup of coffee. And this, she, she gets her renewed commitment uh, to saving the environment. And she does that by driving around in her Range Rover. Did you notice yeah. that the last scene? <laughs> I didn't. I, by then I had tuned out of the storyline. I well, that, she, that the whole end sequence where there was just a lot of long, slow shots to slow music when everyone was dying and could just it was I know, just I know. Oh my yeah, gosh. She, so she was yeah that Ruby that uh, you I'll just call her USC girl yeah yeah she, she had a Range Rover. And she was going to, uh, she was really going to get on that environmental stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the way they solve this, like the island nation is gone. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's not coming back. It's completely overwhelmed. The, it collapses. The coral underneath it collapses. So they have to find a new island for this whole group of people. Uh, the Nehruians or something. I yeah. don't know what they would be. And with their young 23-year-olds, you know, leader in place, he's out of the tent, he's on the boat, he, they've taken, you know, the important religious artifacts, and they're going, and, and this was the wackadoodle part. When this yeah. happened, like, remember a couple last season, they used, a, you know, a, allegedly like a, a teen superstar uh-huh. as a conduit to like peace in Bosnia or something. I forget yes. what the storyline right. was. Right. But, okay. but if she was a young celebrity, yes. like a, you know, I, I don't know, Ariana Grande yeah. right. kind yes. of uh, a pop star. And she, you know, she, she, she sort of with Madam Secretary's assistance, they, they created world peace there. Yes. So what's what's going on this So time? now she's dating a much older man who, of course, uh, played a pirate king in a franchise of movies. So he's basically supposed to be Johnny Depp. Right. Johnny Depp. Right. And now he's bought all these properties, including, oh, a nearby island right. that is completely outfitted with all the infrastructure anyone could need. Unfortunately, the pirate king like hasn't pay, paid taxes in years, so he has to turn the island over to the U.S. government in uh, forgiveness for his back taxes. But in addition to that, he wants a nomination for a Nobel Peace Prize. So, yeah, 
I mean, I, I that mean, was it was so crazy. The whole storyline. I mean, the best has these sort of light bulb moments where she she does a lot of creative problem solving. But I just wanted to know where Henry, the ethicist, was when you have a situation where the U.S. government, through the unchecked powers of the IRS, is seizing private property and reallocating that to a third party. That happens to be a whole different nation, and they're able to do that like in one day. One day. You know? Yeah. One day they get that all, you know, all squared away. You know, the pirate loses his island, you know, everything's, it was, that was crazy. Well, shout out to American Idol runner-up Constantine Maroulis doing his best Johnny Depp impression. <laughs> oh, is that who that yes. was? Yes. It's like that accent. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that was just crazy. Uh, so as we said, the people relocate. Uh, you know, the daughter goes against her father. She's on board with climate change. So, mm-hmm. phew, crisis averted, sort of. And then, oh, and then there's a whole big storyline about how the U.S. should pay reparations to yes. uh, countries like this that feel the effects of climate change that were caused by carbon emissions from the U.S. and the other big polluters. And that, Julie, that passed in about 36, thir- three hours, six hours. I don't know how they built steam <laughs> yeah, for that. They got that all worked up. Yeah, that no problem. You know, uh, you know, carbon does cause uh, climate climate damage, and that's what they were proving. And if they, they got their resolution, and Bess is on her way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what's super popular is reparations. I think the Congress never has any issues with that. So no, that, that goes. That's that's easy peasy yeah. to get that through Congress. That's a no brainer. So. Uh, so those were those two storylines. I mean, there were some redeeming scenes. I enjoyed the opening scene in the kitchen where Bess brings in the wet dry vac. We know she and she manages to wet dry vac the cereal bowl that her brother is eating. I thought that was fun. Uh, I thought that was very clever and funny, and I was happy to see the wet dry vac back on you know, on set. Yes. And then uh, I believe in having an emergency chocolate stash. That was an ongoing storyline. Julie, do you have an emergency chocolate stash? No, I've eliminated that from my life, but I do like the idea of the chocolate foreplay, Leanne. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, wow. That was pretty good. <laughs> that I might have to bring back to my life. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. But the third storyline was about Mike being his dog, Gordon. And Mike is really mad at Madam Secretary that she blew this, you know, this conference with the, the, and, missed out on getting the conservative pastor's uh, recommendation or endorsement and money. And he blows up and he's, he's out of, he's off kilter. He's out of sorts and, and he quits the campaign and Henry almost punches him. It was quite a volatile scene. Like he was mad. I, I like that. Scene. Right. He calls them entitled blue bullets, you know, and he was, he was furious with Emily and he was, it was good acting because yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had he had spent months setting this up with Pastor Bragg there, and all they had to do was go in and make nice and just be politicians. And Bess and Henry did not want to do that, right. so they didn't. So it's over. And so it's over, yeah. right? So, uh, so but at the end of the episode, Bess has a change of heart and she shows up at Mike's house. She's pretty much going to beg for forgiveness here, mm-hmm. like to take me back. I. I've done some soul searching. I know I should have, you know, done a few things differently in this situation. Can we work together again? And that's when we learn that one of the reasons Mike B is out of sorts is because Gordon, his dog, is dying. And that's very sad. Mike B. Are they going to really let that dog die? I think so. 
Oh. I mean, yeah. Yes, he has inoperable cancer. Yes. So. So it was very sad. It was very touching. Mike is just Mike B is just scrambling to find any kind of remedy, uh, alternative treatment, and there's none. Yeah. And 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 Bess just kind of holds his hand and pets the dog, and it was that to me was was the best scene in this whole episode. Yes. Although I do have a question. At one point, they referred to the dog like. As Bess, yo, know, I remember him from UVA days, and we all know right. Bess like taught at UVA. I was like, is Mike B supposed to have been Bess's student? I didn't. I don't know that, Leanne. Understand oh, that yeah. it made it sound like they I, were both there. Yeah, please. but yes. the way she said it, I don't know if, if people have theories on that. I may have missed it. I only watched it once uh, because I was I was busy, but uh, I, it was confusing to me. They made it sound like, oh, you know, when the dog was a puppy. Mike B was perhaps best student, but that doesn't make sense because yeah, they're well, the same could age. Well, be his grad student. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're close in age. I just, I thought, I don't know. But, um, but that was super sad. So at the end, I think we're meant to, I think he died. I think the dog. No. No, you don't think so? I don't know. I just okay. couldn't, I couldn't bear it. Okay. Bad. It was sad. That was sad. And then, uh. And you know, you know, <laughs> you know what I enjoyed though? The pastor glaring at his daughter in the ring. Range Rover. In the Range Rover, yeah. What's going to happen to those two? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think she's going to go back to USC. She's just going to (laughs) drive that car right back to USC. Stay there. (laughs) All right. So, uh, the, the, yeah, the last scenes were redeeming for this, this episode, but I wouldn't say it was a favorite. Um, all right. Binders full of blouses. Julie, what do you have? All right. First of all, I just have to call, I have to call out Madam Secretary. This week she was wearing that oversized coral blouse with the black bra underneath. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now, you know, Leanne, uh, we've taken a little Twitter heat on, on yeah. our stance on the black bra yeah. under the white blouse. And yeah. let me just say this, okay? First of all, this is a TV character. Thank you, Julie. Okay? Yes. It's a TV character. Yes. She yeah. is not really Secretary of State. <laughs> it's a TV show. And we are podcasters, and we are allowed to speculate why the fake uh, Madam Secretary is wearing a black bra under all these blouses. Right. Okay. That is our given right as 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 podcasters. Okay. Yes. We just... have never actually mentioned the undergarments of the actual Secretary of no, State never. or any female okay. politician. We don't do that. Are we no, really? This is just a TV show. Yes. And Madam Secretary is not Madonna. So right. it is questionable why she is wearing a black bra, particularly because she is our top diplomat. And there are many situations around the world where conducting business and foreign affairs with your underwear showing would not be appropriate. That's true. Okay. So there it was again, coral blouse, black bra. Mm. I have no answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I would like to alert everybody to the whole wide-legged pants situation. I mean, whether you want to believe it or not, they are coming back in. Have you seen all the magazines and all the, in the stores, like just when you got used to the skinny legs, the wide-legged pants are coming back in. So how do you feel about them, Julie? Bess is tromping around in those. I think she needs tailoring in her clothes. All of her clothes seem to be hanging off of her. I know she's working very hard. She's working very hard. She just she just puts on oversized shirts, yeah. oversized pants, yeah. and those giant bulky sweaters. Okay. So I 
I don't know. But she had excellent earrings this episode, Leanne. There was a collection, the black dangling ones, yes. the beautiful blue crystal ones, absolutely gorgeous earrings this time. But for me, the big winner, fashion winner this week has to be Daisy. She would knocked it out of the park. In pink. <laughs> she did look she good. was wearing a hot pink. Hot pink and orange. Uh, she was wearing a black and white graphic dress. She looks spectacular. Yes. I also would like to just put it out there. I would like to predict that by the end of the season, Eric Stoltz and Madam Secretary will have the same haircut. Because <laughs> I see Eric Stoltz's hair is growing out and Madam Secretary's hair is getting shorter. So I think by the end of the season... They're going to look exactly the same. I think that's what they're going for. So that's. Okay. Well, that's that makes prediction. some sense, Leanne. <laughs> okay. um, Brother and sisters in their page boy haircuts. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Uh, any, anything else? Do you have anything else on this episode? Uh, no, I think that was it, Leanne. I think we've covered it all. I just, uh, it was, um, it was just. Uh, I don't. I don't know. A puzzling, puzzling episode. Yeah, That's yeah, what I, yeah. It was a little. I, it was an right. odd, odd, odd episode. But, um, but okay. Next week. Next week, it looks like Madam Secretary goes on vacation, and so it's what happens when she's gone. But hopefully, we'll get a little Henry and Msec on vacation. So that'll be okay. good. Yeah. Do you think they're bringing their chocolate? Yeah, <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Listen to you. Um, us on Satellite Sisters, last week we were very pleased to talk to the executive producers of the new hit TV show on ABC, The Fix. If you caught that, you might want to listen to our episode with Liz Craft and Sarah Fain. They wrote and produced the TV show. They also host the podcast Happier in Hollywood. That was in last week's Satellite Sisters. This week's Satellite Sisters is a repeat of one of our uh, most beloved episodes the, the slobbery tennis ball. It's so. a curious tale of a slobbery <laughs> tennis ball. And we ask you to figure out what were the true motives <laughs> behind it. Yeah. It's a but classic. next week when we get back, Leanne, yeah. we're, we're going to be all over the admission scandal. Yeah. No doubt. Right? Yeah. People have been asking, Julie, I know you're formulating. I I mean, I can't get enough of that story. I, I mean, which is good because. You're, I mean, we're going to have sort of wall-to-wall coverage on yeah. that because you're going to be able to handle the L.A. Yes. connection. Yeah. I, I, as a former admissions director. Director, having worked at a number, a couple of the elite schools that are involved in this scandal, yes. I'm going to give you uh, some. And I've also worked at the test with the testing organization ETS. Uh, I, I'm going to give you some inside scoop on that. Too. Right. So that's so. Uh, get ready. I mean, if you haven't subscribed to Satellite Sisters, you can do so now. Would be a good time. So you get all that. You get all that and more uh, next week's episode. All right. Anything else going on, Jewel? Nope, that's it, Liam. Okay. That's, uh, that's it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hug my dog because I, <laughs> I it did make me sad at the end of that. You should do the same thing, Liam. Every okay. day, every day I do. Every day okay. I do. That's All good. right, we're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. <laughs> <laughs>